So can a general contractor file a lien against you as a client and can you file a lien against a general contractor? We're gonna take a look at a couple different scenarios, what the documents are. We're also gonna look at a specific document called a notice of commencement from the state of Florida, which is a very important and insightful document that may be able to be used in other states. And we'll see how this affects your contractor or building project. Remember, we're not attorneys. We're not giving you legal advice. We're just giving you some ideas about how liens and contract protections work with regard to a building project and also how experience in that industry and also in insurance might protect you from having losses or having to pay for a construction project twice. So first, in the building and contracting industry, there is a process called a mechanics lien or a builder's lien or a construction lien that most states have in their statutes. And what it allows for is if a contractor, a builder provides work on a piece of real estate, they are automatically entitled to a lien against that property until they get paid. Now, they don't have to file a lien on the property up front, but if they don't get paid, they have the legitimate right to put a lien on the property. This can even happen after the property is sold. And where this comes in, if a seller has work done on a house, they don't pay their contractor, the house gets sold, and now the contractor goes and files a lien afterwards, that lien could be valid against the new owner. In addition, there is a process for liens to benefit other types of companies that don't even work on the house. If you are a materials supplier, a lumber yard, if you deliver materials to that piece of real estate, you are covered by mechanics liens or builder's liens. Now, if the builder picks up the materials at your warehouse or your lumber yard, different story, but if you deliver it there, you may be entitled to a lien. In addition, if you provide equipment, if you're a rental company that rents payloaders or excavators or cranes and you provided that material or equipment to the job site you may have an implied lien against that property how do you account for this if you are a client if you are a person or a company or homeowner that hired a general contractor well the way that you protect yourself is to get lien waivers and here's why that's important if you hire a general contractor to put an addition on your house and you pay them $100,000 for the addition, even if you pay them in full, if they did not pay the subcontractors, like an electrician or a plumber or the lumber yard, even if you've paid the general contractor completely per their contract, if that plumber comes forward and said, look, I did $22,000 worth of work on this property and I did not get paid, they can actually file a lien against that property even though you as a property owner paid the general contractor. So what you want to do is get what's called a lien waiver from all of the subcontractors to make sure that the property is clear. So all of that sounds kind of scary. The good news is that almost every state requires that a licensed general contractor gives you disclosures at the time of beginning a job. And here's an example from Hawaii, disclosure of lien rights. And it says, homeowners take notice, big bold letters, all capitals, top of the page. Any person who furnishes labor, materials for your home improvement and is not paid can file a lien, just like we talked about. 
in order to obtain a lien against your property, they must go to court and show that the products have been supplied but not paid for. You'll be notified as a homeowner. If a lien is obtained, you have to have the burden of showing that it's paid. So what can you do? And this Hawaii form gives you some good examples. Make certain that the contractor is licensed. That's number one. Make sure you're dealing with a licensed contractor. On bigger jobs, ask the contractor to explain to you about getting a bond. We've talked about surety bonds before. A surety bond is a relatively inexpensive piece of protection, kind of like an insurance policy, that can be obtained on a bigger job to keep you as a homeowner from having to pay for work or materials twice. The general contractor will probably have to be the one to obtain it because they're the one who is being protected by this. They're the principal. So you may want to ask them about getting that if it's you know a job that's five or six figures should not make any oral agreements make sure everything's in writing and get a lien release from subcontractors a mechanics lien can be placed on your home by a subcontractor if the general contractor pay fails to pay his bills even though you have paid for the work suppliers can still claim a lien against you so get lien waivers from all the subs as they're being paid and make sure they are being paid Here's a generic form where in Idaho, in connection with a contract to do construction, the homeowner has certain rights. The right to get a lien waiver from any subcontractors. The right to receive a general liability policy from the general contractor for workers' comp. Here's another example where you want to make sure that your GC is properly licensed and has work comp insurance for their employees because if somebody gets hurt on the job and they're not covered, you might be liable. You might be able to get a title policy, which provides extended coverage from liens. You have a right that you can get a surety bond at the property purchaser's expense. Just like we talked about, bond is a good way to solve this problem for a small amount of money. Now, most general contractors in most states already have a bond on their license. So if you ask about a surety bond, they might say, I already have a surety bond. But in most states, the surety bond is 20000 40000 sometimes 10000 So here in Washington state, they give you a disclosure that says the bond might not be sufficient to cover a claim that might come from work. Because if it's a $20,000 bond and you have subcontractors claiming 100000 it's not going to be enough. So you may want to withhold your contract until you get lien waivers. Big letters, again, capital, bold, italic. Your property may be liened. If a supplier to your property does not get paid, your property may be liened and you could pay twice for the same work. You may request that the contractor provide you with a lien release document from each supplier or subcontractor. How do they do it in Florida? The process in Florida is kind of interesting. What they do is at the beginning of any job, the general contractor, even small contractor, if you're getting gutters put on your house or a roof put on your house, they are going to sign this document called a notice of commencement. And it basically says there is work being done on this house. It's notice of beginning of work. They do this before they even start the process. And this document, notice of commencement, is actually recorded in the land records, in the title records of that property. It's not a lien, but it puts everybody on notice that there's work being done on this property. And that's exactly what notice of commencement means. It's be aware we're starting something. That's kind of what it means. 
and it gives you a description of the property, who the owner is, a general description of improvement, estimated date, has all that information on it. It's kind of like a placeholder so that the owner can't sell the house, other liens can't go on top of it, in front of it, higher priority. And what this does is it gives the homeowner a little bit extra protection too because when you make your final payment, you can get a release of the notice of commencement from the builder or from the contractor. And you can get lien waivers before you pay them. So it's kind of like a check and balance. It's not required in every case, but smart builders and contractors will always do this because it protects their interest. And if you're a homeowner, make sure that prior to paying the last payment or paying significant amounts, that you're getting lien waivers and a release of this NOC, Notice of Commencement. Surety bonds are always a good go-to backup for this. You're probably not going to have your general contractor offer to get you a surety bond because there's an expense involved, plus it does not get them off the hook. Here's why. If you have a general contractor that you hired for $100,000 to build an addition and they did not pay some subcontractors and you have a surety bond, your surety bond will kick in and will pay off the contractors, clear your title, no problem. But then the bonding company will go after the general contractor to get the money back from them. So it gets you off the hook as a landowner, property owner, but the general contractor is still liable for that payment. So there's no real benefit to the general contractor to providing a surety bond specific for this construction project. It only benefits you. And even if they build the price into the job cost, if it adds three or $400 and they add that to your bid, it still does not benefit them because if they're going to skip out on a bill, it doesn't help them get it, get away with it. So you may be the one as a homeowner or a, a project manager to suggest or demand or require that the contractor, GC, building company gets you a surety bond because they're going to be the ones that are negotiating with you to get the contract. And it really doesn't cost them anything, especially if they build it into their price. It's not an extra expense. But if they were planning on skipping out on you, it actually makes it worse because instead of you trying to sue them and get money from them, it's a bonding company, which has a lot more resources. So if you run into a builder or general contractor that's holding back on maybe getting a surety bond for your project, you might want to do some research and find out what's the reason, what's the downside, what's the disadvantage for them to do that. Surety bonds, mechanics lien, builder liens, they're separate, but they are interrelated in how they affect the building process in working with a general contractor.